Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Good old hump days upon us once again. And uh, you can't say hump day without thinking about the camel, <laughs> that uh, Geico commercial. But uh, I do hope everybody is doing well and has had a good week thus far. Let's see all we have watching this morning. We've got... Uh, the the myth the legend miss mousy herself is watching this morning karen smith darlene barker tracy little appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in and joining us this morning as we dive into god's word well let's go ahead and let's do our pledge of allegiance let me get this up here all right a little stand if you are able to i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We live in such a wonderful, wonderful country. I tell you what, there's, like I always say, there's a reason why people are killing themselves to come over here. You know, we do have freedom uh, to we don't we do not live in a theocracy uh, we can believe however you want to uh, we have the freedom of speech we have the freedom of expression we have the freedom to do uh, really basically whatever we want to do <laughs> within the limits of the law uh, to uh, to do what we wish and desire uh, you know and God gives us free will uh, to uh, uh, to do whatever we you know how can I put it? Um, he gives you know we're not automatons. You know God gives us the ability to whether to choose Him or reject Him, and it's so sad to see how the world has rejected Jesus Christ. And um, you know our country was made upon the moral law, and that's why of course the people had have had hissy fits to take down the Ten Commandments uh, that were uh, engraved. Uh, there in Washington D.C. and uh, different other areas, uh, they don't they can stand the the thoughts of morality apparently kills them. But you know we're seeing our our society diving deeper and deeper uh, into perversion and uh, uh, hedonistic lifestyle choices and getting further and further away from God in the sense of morality. Uh, this morning, uh, as I was uh, getting up, of course I always like to see what's uh, going on in the world uh, when I first get up in the morning and uh, before I start getting into my Bible and praying and such and uh, I'd like to see what's uh, in the news and uh, one of the first things that pop up which or uh, that really ticked me off to get my morning going good morning gingerhood uh, that kind of got me ticked off a little bit for you know before I even got uh, started uh, was that in the uh, DC Comics, uh, they have decided that in the Batman Comics, they are going to make Robin gay to further the LGBTQ agenda. Well, that ticked me off enough uh, in and of itself. And then uh, I uh, no sooner read that, and uh, there's another article comes up. Talking about, let's see if I can find the title to that there. Um, yeah. It says, uh, the, uh, I was, how they word it here, uh, thousand-year-old remains may be of a highly respected non-binary warrior, study finds. You know, that, <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing about this non-binary, non-binary, 
uh, ruse, this this false assumption that you are you can be something that's not either male or female, and uh, that you can be something in between. It's, it's bogus, baloney garbage people i mean that's that's all it is you're either born male or female and what this was alluding to uh, there's a very rare disorder called Klinefelter syndrome that affects one out of 660 men and uh, that where it appears where their uh, male genitalia is uh, uh, very small they have a large breast and so therefore they're trying to say in other words it's kind of like a, a, a the search for the missing link which they've never found and and basically and I've had this conversation before with individuals say so what about homophrodites and and like this Klinefelter syndrome they have an extra X chromosome because generally you know you either have XX or XY chromosomes and so uh, with Klinefelter's an extra X however back during, you know, before the time of modern science, they had to make certain guesses as to what, you know, in those rare situations, male or female. Now, today, they have the ability to determine through DNA testing, blood work, to determine the chromosomes, whether someone is more male or female. Does it change the fact that you are born male or female? And the fact you choose to be something other than what God has created you to be, it, it just it makes you an individual who needs first of all Jesus Christ second of all who needs mental and spiritual counseling and emotional counseling and to realize and understand you know I can't go out here and say well I identify as a horse and go outside and start acting like a horse that, that would be lunacy and uh, the fact that the world feeds into this uh, mental derangement uh, that these people want to think that they're something that they're not is, is nauseating and it, it further demonstrates their uh, push away from Jesus Christ, their push away from God, that they wanted to live their own lives, want to live in a hedonistic way, live in a pagan way that God has separated us from, just like with the Israelites, he separated us from that, and we've got to uh, uh, quit going along with the things of the world, and uh, because we don't want to seem, uh, you know, I don't know how many times I talk to somebody, and they say, well, I'm not judging, well, you got to judge, people, I mean, come on, get your head out of the proverbial sand, you've got to judge between right and wrong, and you're going to have to make a stand in between either I'm going to go with the things of the world or I'm going to go with the things of Jesus Christ. That's your choice. So, uh, you know, I've had a belly full. I'm up to here with the, this push uh, to uh, to make everything and everybody gay when that only affects a small, very small percentage people. But, you know, they want to make it act like everybody's gay and everybody, you know, come on. I've, I've had a belly full of it. Between that and the stupid mask thing, I've, I've, I've about... To really to lead a revolt <laughs> you know i'm about ready to say you know just put a wall up all you liberal lunatics have what you want up north we're gonna put a huge wall up and everybody who wants to live in a free society who wants to live in a republic who wants to live in this democracy who wants to have freedom we're gonna stay down here but you keep all your garbage up there and uh that would tickle me to death but anyway <laughs> i digress our verse of discussion this morning is hebrews 11 1 now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, some may struggle with this passage, with this verse, uh, as we read it. Uh, and uh, I don't know that they do. You may not. You may have a pretty clear understanding of it. But, you know, when you look at uh, this verse, uh, the, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. So, you know, it is the things that we, we hope for. It's the things that we have been promised. It's things that, that Christ has has given us in you know in his love in his demonstration of his sacrifice uh what god has given us in his word his promises you know we know that we can bank on that we know we can trust that you know you're not going to have faith in somebody that you don't trust that uh that lies to you continually that hurts you continually that uh you know it, you can't have trust with somebody like it. You know, if they're constantly lying and deceiving and doing things, you know, it, you can't, uh, it's hard to have a relationship in that type of situation. But with Jesus Christ, with God Almighty, we know that we can trust in those promises. A.W. Pink had um, a good illustration in regards to hope and faith. Uh, it says, you take, for example, uh, two men who were on the same ship. One can look out and see nothing but vast mounts of water. Another man can look out and see uh, uh, another ship approaching. The distinct difference is one is trying to look from the naked eye. The other one is using a telescope. And uh, we can see that uh, through God's word that we have that telescope. We can see uh, the things that God has revealed to us. And remember, faith is not something we conjure on our own. Faith is something that God has given us. And, uh, you know, it is uh, so with that faith, with that trust, we can see those things to come. We look forward to the hope of the, uh, the coming of Jesus Christ. We look forward to the hope of getting to spend eternity in heaven. We can bank on those promises. We get to hope for those things. We look forward to those things. We can trust in those things. You know, I can't help but think about George Mueller. Uh, you know, of course, uh, he's one that famously quoted that, um, uh, 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 what's the matter with me this morning, that um, uh, with God's provisions, uh, do, doing God's work, God's way, we'll have God's provisions. I got here in a second. Uh, still early this morning. The old brain's not wanting to function correctly. But um, he had a uh, orphanage of over 2,000 children. And he trusted on God constantly. Yeah, he had faith in God that he would provide. Even when before the, he became, uh, for this orphanage, uh, when he would minister and preach, um, he was, you know, poverty-stricken. He needed to be paid. And he never would say a word. He would always just rely on the Lord. And he'd sometimes get down to his last piece of bread and think, oh, my Lord. And then all of a sudden, the deacon or an elder or somebody's like, oh, well, George Worth, we forgot to pay you this week. <laughs> you know, and they would pay him just at the right time. Well, same thing with the orphanage. There'd be times that they didn't have any food, didn't know what they were going to do. And he would pray and he'd trust the Lord. And Lord, lo and behold, all of a sudden, a, a meat truck would break down in front of the orphanage. Of course, then there was no refrigeration. And, and so they, for the, they had to get rid of the meat before it spoiled and so all of a sudden here the kids had all the uh, the meat and things that they needed he, he, he trusted in God for those things you know and you can look at uh, different scenarios as well you know you look at an athlete you look at a farmer you look at you know an athlete is, is you know is they have the six-pack ab because he wants to diet and exercise instead of sleeping in, which you know a lot of us would rather do. Uh, he's he's looking for the hope of of receiving that gold medal. Uh, you see the farmer, you know, who would rather probably sleep in, but he's got to get the harvest in because he has that hope that uh, to look forward to knowing that when he brings that harvest in, then these bills are going to get paid, things going to get taken care of. So he he gets up in the morning and tools and works. And so, my friends, we have to have that hope. We we can't give up we have to have faith in God trust in his promises I think so many times we want to uh, trust in our own abilities our own strength our own uh, way of doing things 
But we have to understand we are in control of nothing. God is in control of everything. We have to give it over to him. Trust me, I stress about money. I fight depression. I fight anger. I fight anxiety. I fight all these things. And when you are are focusing on those things, you're taking your eyes off of God. And the devil knows how to do that. He That's part of the, the trials. That's part of the tribulations. That's part of the things of life that we have to deal with. We have to fight and we have to work hard to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Keep our eyes on God and trust in his promises that he is going to take care of us. He's going to provide for us. Now, I'm not preaching or teaching a uh, sense of, uh, of, of, of prosperity teaching that you trust in God and he's going to bless your bank account. I'm not saying that at all. You know, you may be down to your last penny thinking, Lord, what am I going to do? But I'm going to trust in you uh, to provide. And, uh, you know, and so that's what we're doing to do is just trust in the Lord that he's going to provide for our needs in the temporal, but we know that we, he's going to provide for us for the eternal. And that's what we're really driving at here more than anything is that evidence. You know, we look at here now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for the convictions of things not seen. We have that conviction of those thoughts seen. That's why we have that, that telescope, if you will, uh, to see uh, those things that are not seen by the naked eye. And so that's why we can give that hope and that trust over to Jesus Christ. So don't, um, you know, we can have, lose faith in people. We can lose faith in uh, maybe we're in our own abilities. Uh, seems like the older I get, the less I'm able to uh, I've noticed that uh, my my muscle strength is not where it used to be. My my stamina and 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 uh, working it doesn't seem to be there as it used to be. And uh, you know we can lose trust in our own abilities, but we should never ever lose our trust and faith in God. And even though circumstances and situations may present itself in a in a way that we uh, may may the devil may want to use to question where we're at, you know. But here's the thing, you know. When you look at uh, uh, those who have claimed to have lost their faith, if you will, uh, a lot of times with that seed that has fallen on that rocky ground, and when those trials come, uh, that's when they, you know, there, there was no root to take hold, and they, and they it blows away, you know, and so that's why a lot of times people say, you know, I don't know if I'm, I'm really a Christian or not. The fact that you even question, the fact that you even worry about it, the fact you're even convicted, shows that you're still a child of God. God is not going anywhere. He loves you. He calls you, uh, you His son or His daughter. He loves you. He's not giving up on you. So we take that root and have that firm foundation in Jesus Christ. That when those trials come, we're not going to be blown away. We're not going to be uh, choked out by the weeds. We have to keep our trust and our faith in Christ Jesus. So my friends, don't give up. As I always say, I don't want to sound cliche. Don't give up, but look up and realize that uh, where your faith is at, where your strength is drawn from, and God will get you through this trial, this tribulation, through this storm of life. God's going to get you through it because he is the anchor. He is the rock in the midst of the storm. So, my friends, have that trust and have that faith in him today. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to keep our trust and our faith full and complete. Help us to keep our eyes focused on you, not on ourselves, not on our situations. Lord, let us serve you in a very mighty way. And Lord, uh, just pray that if there's anyone watching or listening this morning, that they will uh, say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God what you'll protect us this day. And Lord, I do want to pray for uh, our Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy. And Lord, I do pray for uh, Brother Christ Ron Thompson. And I do pray that you'll be with him and Mike Kinsley as they're serving as our new elders. Uh, Lord, I do pray for our church and that it will continue to grow and be a light in this world of darkness, a beacon. And uh, Lord, just help us all to serve you well and to be uh, uh, those who can demonstrate godly values uh, in a world of uh, perversion and hedonism and humanistic philosophies. Help us, Lord, to serve you and to stand tall and true. Lord, lead, guide, and protect us until we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, I uh, appreciate y'all watching this morning, and don't forget to tune in uh, tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, here online uh, at flbconline.com, and, uh, and so you can watch uh, right here on Facebook, so you can watch uh, as we continue our study in Deuteronomy. So I hope that you'll join us, and I uh, hope you're enjoying this study. I know I am, and I hope that you are as well. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.